if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, and welcome to Countdown to March Madness, number four on ECSW, Anchor, Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff, whatever you listen on, go ahead and listen to that and have fun with that. Uh, what a terrible intro. We're going to roll with it. Um, our last Might be the best intro you ever had. Could be, could be. Uh, last pre-selection Sunday podcast which we will be back again next monday i don't know if i'm going to upload this since we're recording sunday night i guess i'll upload it tomorrow i don't know yet you'll, you'll see it at some point on twitter it'll be up before monday hey yeah, you can follow me at ethan carter sw no oh, it might be you know. monday by the time we finish it Who yeah knows? It's, it's late and that is your fault but hey let's just <laughs> roll with it um a lot of interesting things have happened starting to get some clearance on some seating stuff we'll go over my bracket up-to-date bracket uh pre-conference big conference tournaments that is uh with five automatic qualifiers so far we'll talk about that as well but we'll start out here andy katz who you know i'm the biggest fan of him if you listen to the line podcast what a great analyst or whatever he thinks he is one of the best um yeah uh discussion point this was an interesting tweet and i'd like to see what our opinions are on it and it says should some perceived one-bid leagues, which would be like your Atlantic Suns, your Sun Belt, those types of conferences, give the automatic qualifier to the regular season league champion and the tourney would be for an NIT bid? What are your thoughts? Uh, I think this is a terrible idea. Um, not that Andy Katz has great ideas all the time. But, uh, I don't know if this was his idea, though. So. <laughs> it might not be. But uh, my problem is how do you differentiate differentiate what a one-bid league is compared to other leagues? Like, I understand that. Mid-majors. You know, yeah, I guess. You, I mean, you have to have a definitive line that these guys, no matter what, are only getting one team in. Uh, That's true. Secondly, what's the point of, of – the end of the year tournament though like kids aren't going to want to go play to play in the nit um i i don't think and and what about espn isn't going to broadcast those games if it's not you know it, i think it takes away from the madness of march yep, i agree know? um it makes it less stressful though for me uh, yeah <laughs> bracketology stuff but overall yeah i think that it would be a dumb idea because like yeah. they're, they're trying to over do the regular season like it makes sense to have a conference tournament and it's more fun for example the missouri valley probably a one-bid conference in northern iowa still has a chance i'd say but bradley yeah. wins that tournament after loyola indiana state and northern iowa fall so your four seed wins so i mean like like yeah. you said the madness thing it, it's a lot more fun i when and i think that that northern iowa was the reason why he brought this up right um he i think he probably it yeah. after that game yeah. um but yeah i just i don't see how you do it i did like there was one comment on i i did see the tweet myself um that said the 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 cool thing about the conference tournaments is that any every team gets to play in it and if you win out from that point on you have a chance to win the national title mm-hmm. so um, I, I think it just, I don't think you can, I don't think you can change it. It's a 
good talking point, but I don't think that you can do that. You know, I feel I mean? like there's no point at this. Maybe point. maybe give the team. You know, maybe if the team isn't in, you know, isn't gonna. I don't know. I guess second place you give them the nit. I don't know how it would work, but I I don't see see it as. I don't see that able to work um just yeah. the way that everything and the is. fact that uh apparently the committee really doesn't care about conference record well i'm sure the strength of your conference does matter but your record in the conference they don't really look at that so why would they incentivize having a great conference record yeah i don't get that because yep. like you look at it right now and you have like liberty and the atlantic sun they win their conference tournament Okay, that gives other two. That's a one that wins. That doesn't happen every time. So like, yeah, yeah, you just can't take away from the madness. You kind of be ruining the month. And how pissed would like fans of the teams in these conferences be? Because that would be annoying. Yeah, if that happened. Yeah, well, and that's why I mean, so Northern Iowa, you know what? What uh, if they you know already had an automatic qualifier? Why? I mean, you you just come to the conference tournament and you you rest your guys and you don't play them. You know, what's, yeah. what's the incentive, incentive of now, actually playing in the conference tournament? Now, maybe if the w- number one team in that conference, the regular season doesn't even play in the conference tournament, maybe that's what they're saying. Yeah. Like the one seed in the tournament would be the two seed. I mean, it's just a mess. That would be pointless. Like if, it, if it's not broke, which it's not broke, yeah. don't fix it. It'd be absolutely impossible to do. I'd like to see what Andy Katz's opinion is on this, though. Did he ever say what he thought? I don't. I don't think so. I thought that this. I think that he believes that this would be better. Just the fact that he tweeted it myself, but I don't yeah, know if that's true or not. Bad I don't idea. think he, I don't think he ever gave his opinion. I hope it was his idea because if it wasn't his idea, that could get a little more dangerous because they're not going to listen to him and change something. No, <laughs> unless they are on something. But whatever. Uh, so we'll move on from that. Let us know what you think. You can tweet us or comment on the podcast or whatever you want to do. I don't know how that whole thing works. It's every podcast platform is different, but whatever, we'll move on. Uh, we have five automatic qualifiers so far. So there was 13 conference tournaments that started this week or last week, whatever you want to say. Five of them have ended. I believe that's the number as of right now. Because uh, there will be, I think the West Coast will finish up next week. A couple others that started um, over the weekend will finish up. But right now, in the Atlantic Sun is Liberty. They were the one seed in that conference tournament, so they will be in the tournament. Uh, I will go over their seed later whenever I go over my bracketology, as where I have them right now at least. Uh, in the Big South, Winthrop, who I believe was the two seed in that conference tournament, they win that in the Big South, so they have an automatic bid. Uh, Pat Kelsey is doing a tremendous job there, in my opinion. He could end up at Wake Forest next year. You never That's know. A, that, I watched part of that game this morning, and I guess was it this morning or it was early, later? like eleven yeah. or twelve? Um, just that atmosphere at Winthrop was pretty cool. I thought they're um, going to be a scrappy team. They'll probably end up being a sixteen, but they're going to be like a, they're going to give you a fight in the first half. And UMBC opened up the door for everyone, so you never know. <laughs> yeah. San Diego State, if they were a one seed, they could be prone to losing in the first round if they can't shoot. That's not going to happen, I don't think, but you never know. Yeah. Uh, in the Missouri Valley, which was an insane tournament, you have Northern Iowa go down. Everyone wondering, are they going to get in that large? Personally, I think the bubble is way too in just messed up for them to get in. It's, it's so many moving parts. Yeah, too many, too many 
pretty good teams in better conferences. The American Athletic is where the mess comes in because there's like five bubble teams in that conference, the Big 12 as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Bradley wins that, the four seed. Bradley goes back-to-back, and I believe I heard in the broadcast Kevin Arlen say Bradley hadn't won a Missouri Valley tournament for 31 years until last year, now they've gone back-to-back. Back-to-back, wow. Yeah, so they were a 15 seed last year, and they gave Michigan State a bit of a run in the first half, but they will be in once again. Um, in the Mountain West, this was a great final. Sam Merrill absolutely clutches up with a big three for Utah State. They take down San Diego State. So I didn't have them in prior to this game, and they, they will get the automatic bid there. So a two-bid year for the Mountain West. And then, uh, once again, Belmont going dancing out of the Ohio Valley. They took down Murray State. They were the one seed in that tournament. So you have a one seed in the Ohio Valley wins it. I think they're a one, yeah. A two in the Mountain West wins it, a four in the Missouri Valley, a two in the Big South, and a one in the Atlantic Sun. So mostly one and two seeds, but Bradley the outlier there. So it should be interesting to see uh, the uh, West Coast. I believe that'll end early next week or this week. I, I'm getting messed up on the weeks. But, um, <laughs> you got, Technically next week because it's Sunday. Right? Yeah, I don't know. how. When do weeks start? I don't even know anymore. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Gonzaga, uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, those teams in the West Coast Conference, see who wins that one. That should be interesting because I think right now the West Coast is probably looking at three bids with BYU there as well. Um, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, any thoughts on some of these automatic qualifiers to this point? Um, not really. I, I'm glad for Bradley. I mean, us being from Illinois, you know, it's always good to see other Illinois teams in um, – I don't think any of these teams, I mean, I think they're all going to be okay, but I don't think any of them are going to do much in the tournament. I mean, uh, Utah State and, and Utah, Utah State, State, yes. Is, Liberty is and scary. Belmont, I could see. Utah when. State will be a scary 10 11 seed or wherever th- they'll end up at. Yeah, I think um, they're in that range. And then you have Belmont's probably yeah. like a 15. They could maybe yeah. knock off a two. Because if that, if Merrill's going, that that kid is one of the best shooters I've seen. It's and, just pretty. <laughs> yeah, and that shot that he made was ridiculous. Like, yeah. he, he was basically high-fiving the guy while it was in the air. And um, <laughs> Liberty, I mean, Liberty could be scary. They can really shoot the ball, and they're probably going to be a 12. Okay. Uh, and I believe they won a tournament game last year. I'm pretty sure they beat Mississippi State in the first round. So if they're a 12 and they're playing a five seed, I mean, I could see Liberty winning a round potentially uh, okay. with their shooting ability. And they return most of their guys this season, so – get a look at that as well um yeah we'll see though i think uh every single one of these teams could probably put up a fight like these aren't teams that are going to lay over or lay down um we'll see though uh, a lot of automatic qualifiers that come what is we got fives we got 27 more and some of them will be like you know your big time schools that we're already going to be in anyway but it's right. interesting to see how that shakes out um how about some of the games from last week a lot of uh games that really moved shook some things up so what do you got there uh games from last week i got uh baylor loses to west virginia um and i've seen some people i know that you not on your bracket which we'll talk about later but some people are moving baylor into the two spot because of these losses um they do have some bad losses i don't know i saw seth davis now has baylor as 20 on his AP ballot uh, bracket. Yeah, that set some people off. So, and he had Oregon yeah. at 23, which also pissed people off. But Baylor, like, they have four losses. They're all top quadrant losses. So two in the quad one, two in the quad two. Their 11-2 and two, uh, quad one record is absolutely hot. So 
yeah, that's hard to get away from. But they did lose to TCU. They lost to West Virginia, which West Virginia was scuffling a little bit. Still a good team. Yeah, they West Virginia kind of needed needed a win yeah, like this did. too. Um, so. uh, Baylor almost lost to Texas Tech early last week, and then they also lost to Washington, I believe, early in the season when Washington was still respectable. I believe that was that game. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So. You, yeah okay yeah that's right because they lost to kansas also so their quad one losses are kansas and west virginia quad two would be tcu and washington so yeah um i got uh rutgers beat maryland and purdue uh this last week so i think they kind of secured their spot i think if they lost uh if they lost against purdue they were probably out yeah, they would have been out. Uh, they yeah. they definitely secured their spot. Those wins are huge. I think that right now in the Big and Ten getting a win on the road, which yeah, that was the huge hurdle. Yeah, um, and you look at their standing right now in the Big Ten tournament. They will play Michigan early in the week, so that'll be a big one. Even if they lose that, I still think they're in. Uh, I think I had them as last four in to start last week. They get two huge wins. I think they're solely on the Secured. ten line right now, and yeah. uh, they should get in. Yeah, yep, I agree. Um, Tennessee beat Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky's having problems or something. Weird uh, time. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, as far as their team. They blew uh, that Tennessee game. Yeah. They blew that. And then they came back and beat Florida on Saturday. And the problem for them right now is the number one, Ashton Higgins did not play against Florida. I don't It's He's away from the team for personal reasons. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Hopefully they can get him back for the conference tournament or the NCAA tournament. But if they don't have him back in the NCAA tournament, I'm not going to be able to pick them to go to the final four. Like I was planning to. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to he's see a, what happens there. Yeah. He's pretty key for that team. So floor general. Uh, yeah. Uh, Auburn loses to Texas A&M. Auburn's uh, has lost a few games the past couple of weeks. Uh Last year, I don't think anybody thought Auburn would do anything. Uh, they got hot with shooting and made a run in the tournament. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how they bounce back from from the loss to Texas A and M. Uh, you talked about Northern Iowa and Loyola losing in the uh, Missouri Valley Conference tournament. Um, of course, Bradley wins that tournament, but Northern Iowa now just praying to get in. I guess hoping that other conferences have. They're automatic, you know, bid. Yeah. Somebody crazy doesn't win the yeah. conferences. Which um, won't happen. Based on this season, won't happen. Yeah, right. The problem sure. for Northern Iowa in that game against Drake was they allowed big Liam Robbins, a seven-footer for Drake, just took the game over. Like, I haven't seen that good a touch from a player on that team, and I was thinking the whole time, how is he there? <laughs> Why is he at Drake? He was dominant in that game, yeah. and Northern Iowa had a lot of problems, and uh, A.J. Green didn't shoot very well for them in that game. So that's uh, that's what it's like for a team, you know. Northern Iowa is a good basketball team, but if they don't have their number one guy going, the guy who averaged like 22 points a game, yeah. he's not going, they're not going to win. So that really opened it up for Bradley, and uh, yeah. I don't think Northern Iowa is going to get in. Yeah. It's yeah, it's and they had a really good season. So uh, one seed in the NIT, you think? Yeah, <laughs> okay. definitely. Them in Tulsa will be one season yeah. in the NIT. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin went to Indi- Indiana. I think they were at Indiana, right? Um, and uh, beat them, which gave which secured them the number one seed for the Big Ten tournament coming Un- up. Unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, Wisconsin was six and five at one point. It's about as good of a turnaround as you can have yeah. in a conference like that. And, uh, you know, 
I don't vote for Big Ten awards, but I would give Greg Gard Coach of the Year. I agree. Because, I saw something about Steve Peichel being it, which is fine, but yeah. they won like two road games in the Big Ten, and one of them was Nebraska, I think. So I don't yeah. know about that. Yeah, and the other one was 14 and 13 Purdue or whatever. And Indiana right just so. blew that game. I mean, Indiana yeah. is on the edge right now. Yeah, Indiana. So Indiana loses to Illinois and then Wisconsin. So they're they're skating the wrong way also. Yeah. Um, Creighton uh, ends up beating Seton Hall, uh, which I believe created a three-way tie at the top of the Big East. Yep. Um, Seton Hall, I th- I believe they said like three games ago, Seton Hall was leading, and then now they're – now they're tied, you know, it, it's the big East is, is very good on the top end of it. Yeah. So, and uh, Seton Hall lost to Villanova last week as well. So, yeah. and that was a game where it went down to the wire. Miles Powell had a pretty good look from three, just missed it. Villanova ended up winning, but the top of the big East is just ridiculous. Like they yeah. all are near double digit quad one wins. Villanova has 10 Seton Hall has 10 It updates every day. So maybe Creighton could get a 10th with ranking, movement but they have nine right now i mean such a good conference this year and uh, those three teams whoever wins the big east tournament if it's one of those three i think they're a two seed yeah the big east tournament should be fun to watch this week it's gonna be probably the best i think yeah um virginia uh beats louisville uh virginia's starting to come on strong uh towards the end of the season so uh defending champs they've been there before um they know how to win in the tournament so I'll be I'll be a scary team come. I, I wouldn't want to play them. Yeah, come tournament time. So uh, Utah State, like we talked about, did beat San Diego State um, to get the, get an automatic bid. Uh, Michigan State beats Ohio State. Uh, Michigan State looks like the best team in the Big Ten right now. They look like the the uh, preseason AP one seed or you know number one that they talked about. Uh, so Michigan State could get could be really scary coming in uh as far as you know the big 10 tournament the, the only thing is is they got to play maryland uh round two of course if they both win their game so yeah, and i think which is hard to believe that yeah. those two are second and third it's insane uh i think with michigan state if they have aaron henry and rocket watts playing as well as they're playing that team could easily get to the final four yeah, because that lineup is just sick if they're all clicking. Yeah, and that's a, and I think that's what everybody thought they would be doing all year, and it's just it's taken more time. I guess another hurdle so. for them is losing Langford early. He was supposed to be one of their best players in the season, yeah. uh, and he's an experienced guy too, and he's out for the year, so that hurts. But man, if Rocket Watts can turn into the player that he's uh, what like we his saw against says, Illinois, so. yeah, <laughs> we saw him against Illinois. How good he yeah. was! I mean, yeah, yep. if he's if he's playing that way, then Michigan State. It's going to be probably – they'll probably make the deepest run out of all the Big Ten teams. Now, Maryland's still there. I think Rutgers could win a couple games. Uh, we'll see, though. Yeah. Um, Illinois beat Iowa tonight uh, in a nail-biter. Uh, you you think that moved Illinois up in the bracket? Temporarily, so, yes. Going, temporarily, into, okay. going into the conference tournaments, I did it, move Illinois it, up. It was big at, for uh, – the winner of this game basically uh, got the double bye for the Big Ten tournament. So, yep. um does don't have to play till Friday, so big win for them. Um, and then Stanford loses to Oregon, and Stanford's starting to trend the wrong way. Also, yeah, they've lost back to back games against uh, the two teams in Oregon, Oregon and Oregon State. They lost both of those games there. Um, they did beat Colorado and a couple other wins before then, so they were pretty hot going into those two games. They lose those though. Uh, we'll see how they fare 
in the Pac-12 tournament, which I'm not exactly sure where they're at in that right now. Let me let me see what seed they are. I gotta go through my papers. Stanford. There are seven. They'll play Cal, and then the winner of that will play USC. No, wait. Winner of that will play UCLA. So they're okay. gonna win a couple to uh, at least keep a decent seed or stay around where they're at. So we'll see. All right. Let's move forward to the conference tournaments starting. We're not, I, didn't, I didn't feel like printing out every single bracket for conference tournaments. I printed out a lot of the big ones and a lot of the ones where they're like the bigger schools, the uh, more intriguing ones. But we can go over all the ones that are starting uh, this week and see what they are about. The America East will start on – or did he started? <laughs> started Saturday, but uh, – the championship will be the next Saturday, so that's an entire week. Uh, some teams in that, you have Vermont, Hartford, Stony Brook, UMBC are the top four seeds there in that one. Um, you also have the Atlantic Sun, which wrapped up with Liberty. You have the Big Sky, which starts on Wednesday. Uh, Eastern Washington, the number one there with Montana, Northern Colorado, the other two in the top three. You have the Big West with UC Irvine being the number one, with Cal State Northridge and UC Santa Barbara being a couple of the other top seeds there. And then uh, some little bit of madness here in the Colonial. Uh, the championship for that will be on Tuesday. How about this? Hoster is the number one there. Number five, Delaware beat College of Charleston, who was the number four. Number seven, Elon beat number two, William and & Mary. And then number six, Northeastern beat number three, Towson. So a pretty... Good-looking run for Hofstra. They got the five, the six, and the seven left. They're the one there still. So wow. Hofstra probably wins that. That'll be uh, Tuesday, the championship there. They still have to get through Delaware to get to that. Uh, the Conference USA, which we talked about a little bit. You got North, North Texas and Western Kentucky, the top teams there. That'll wrap up next Saturday. The uh, Horizon, they have the top four seeds all being left, and the championship will be on Tuesday. You got Wright State, Northern Kentucky, Green Bay, and Illinois Chicago. Shout out. Go Flames. Flames. D. Brown. Horizon, yeah. Um, the Ivy League, which we'll talk about later. I forgot that we're talking about that. That's uh, a lit there's, league. There's the it. Metro Atlantic, Siena, the number one there. St. Peter's, the number two. That'll also wrap up next Saturday. There's going to be like a 300 conference championship <laughs> games next Saturday. Yeah. Um, the MIAC, North oh. Carolina Central who I think is the worst net rated team out of every field of 68 team I have right now. They're like 250 or something around there. Um, they are the number one in the MIAC with North Carolina A&T and Norfolk State being the two and three there. Uh, in the Northeast Conference, Robert Morris and St. Francis will play in the championship on Tuesday. That's the number one and the number two. There, uh, the Ohio Valley was Belmont. Um, the Patriot League, Colgate and Boston will play Wednesday in the championship for that. Um, in the SOCON, East Tennessee State, who, by the way, this is going to be a hell of a championship game. East Tennessee State I have as a projected 11 right now. They will play Wofford, who's the 7 in the SOCON. That's going to be a hell oh, wow. of a conference championship. That'll be Monday tomorrow. Which is will... Eastern Tennessee State in if they lose that game? No. No? They got to win, huh? Problem for them is that they are 29 and four and they are 40th in the net, but they have three wins between the first two quads, which how much can you really ask for? I think that they'd be close, but I just think with all the other stuff around them, it'd be hard yeah. 
Maybe though I could. Potentially. I mean, they're eleven and three away from or in away games, so yeah, it's a pretty uh, good record. Yeah, but Wofford is a pretty good seven there. Wofford has taken a step back. They lost Fletcher McGee from last year, but they're still a solid team. That'll be a good game. Uh, they're in the Southland. The former fighting Brad Underwood, Stephen F. Austin, the number one there with uh, Abilene Christian, number two. Nickel State, shout out, the number three. Uh, Saturday will be the championship there. That starts on Wednesday. Uh, and the SWAC, Southern, S- Southwestern Athletic Conference, Prairie View is the number one with Southern, the number two. Texas Southern, the number three. In the Summit, North Dakota State is the number one. South Dakota and North Dakota were playing during when we started recording this. I don't know what happened there. Uh, that's South Dakota's number three. South Dakota State lost to Fort Wayne. So Fort Wayne is the seven. They're still alive. Uh, with North Dakota oh. State is number one. That will wrap up on Tuesday. So a quick turnaround there. The Sun Belt, Little Rock is the number one. South Alabama, number two. Texas State, number three. That'll wrap up next Sunday. So that wraps up on a big Sunday <clears throat> selection Sunday there. Uh, the West Coast will wrap up on Tuesday. We got Gonzaga versus San Francisco, the one and the five tomorrow. And then BYU and St. Mary's will be a great matchup tomorrow night. Um, a late one there, 1130 Eastern. And then Tuesday will be the championship. That'll be good as well. And then finally, finally, man, also in Vegas, the whack. New Mexico State. Texas Rio Grande Valley is a school. They're number two. Seattle number three there. So Saturday will be the conclusion of the whack. I hope everyone wrote all that down. I definitely did. Yep. So I guess we're just going to pick conference tournaments and talk about some matchups, and we'll start in the American Athletic. Um, let me – I printed out all these sheets, and the – Printer is acting up, so it's not that great. So let me make sure I can read all this, put it in some light. We're going to need a new printer. I think it's the ink that's just going low, so we might be okay. All right. Okay, I'm just going to go over all the seeds in the American Athletic real quick. So make sure to write these down, folks. Let me make sure I can see. Okay. We got a pen. Yeah, I'm going to talk too fast for you to be able to write (laughs) it down, but good luck. Number one, Cincinnati. Number two, Houston. Number three, Tulsa. Number four, Wichita State. Number five, UConn. I'm really rolling now. Number six, Memphis. Number seven, SMU. Number eight, Central Florida. Number nine, South Florida. Number 10, Temple. Number 11, East Carolina. Number 12, Tulane. So 12 teams there in the American Athletic. That'll start on Thursday, wrap up on Sunday. Um, so I'm going to ask you this. Yes. Who will be... In the semifinals in the championship. Good luck. <laughs> uh, semifinals. I don't even. I don't even have the bracket. Okay. I'll. I'll say. I'll say mine. I have the okay. bracket. I'm professional. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't tell me we we're going this deep. I'm gonna say Cincinnati. Finding the brackets online. Go to hoopshd.com. Shout out, free plug. Um, <laughs> Not sponsored. No. Cincinnati and Wichita State and then Houston and Memphis is was gonna be my four. So I'm taking Tulsa to get knocked off by Memphis. Okay. And then my championship will be Cincinnati and Houston, and I will take Houston to win that. All right. I'm gonna have uh Cincinnati. I, I'm gonna go all chalk for the semi. Cincinnati, Houston, Tulsa, Wichita State. 
I'm going to have Wichita State versus Houston in the championship game. Wichita State winning it. That would be fun. That would be fun having the Shockers in the tournament. But I take Houston because I love, love their length on offense. Quentin Grimes is a killer from downtown. He pretty much took the game over against Memphis today. Um, and I just really like their size. I know they lost a couple guys from last year's team that made a bit of a run into the Sweet 16. But I also like the coaching. I think Samson's a, a solid coach. Um, tough team to play against. And I, I just uh, – Yeah. Yeah. Houston's really good. I just – I want to see. I just want to see Wichita State in the tournament. All the madness possible is fine. I just like seeing Wichita State in the tournament. I do too. I remember they were one seed. They lost to eight seed in Kentucky, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> uh, in the ACC, so let me just throw this bracket aside real quick. A lot of papers. I printed out like twenty papers. That just shows you how dedicated I am to this. It shows that you don't have a computer in front of you. It shows that I like paper and writing <laughs> stuff down because I'm going to write down the winners each night because I'm a dweeb. Yeah, I got you. All right, ACC, one of the more down years of the ACC. This will be in Greensboro, North Carolina, of course. Tremendous city, never been there, just whatever. Um, the seeding in the ACC, number one, Florida State, number two, Virginia, number three, Louisville. I don't know how to say that. I know people want you to say Louisville or whatever, but I don't know. Uh, number four, Duke, number five, NC State, number six, Syracuse, number seven, Notre Dame, number eight, Clemson, number nine, Miami, uh, number 10 is uh, somewhere, Boston College. Number 11, Virginia Tech. Number 12, Wake Forest. Number 13, Pittsburgh. And number 14, the Tar Heels. 14th. <laughs> you love to see it. No, you don't because I like oh, the program. I support. Okay. <laughs> I love. I, there's not very many schools that I dislike. So let's just no, I, I, I don't mind North Carolina. It's just it's crazy. What's crazy is Virginia somehow the two seed all of a sudden. Yeah. And North Carolina's the last team in the ACC. I would not have thought that going into the season, but whatever. It's unbelievable. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, my semifinal here, I'm going to go with uh, Florida State. We'll take down Clemson. And then I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say Pittsburgh goes in and loses to North Carolina State, and then Duke beats NC State. So Florida State and Duke, that's chalk. Then I'm going to get a little bit wild here. North Carolina beats Virginia Tech. Syracuse beats North Carolina. Notre Dame beats Boston College. Virginia beats Notre Dame. And Syracuse beats Louisville. And okay. then it's going to be Virginia and Syracuse. Virginia wins that. And then Duke beats Florida State. So I'm going to go with Virginia and Duke. In the championship. Two and number four. And I'm taking the Blue Devils to win the ACC. Okay. I like it. Um, are we doing the whole bracket now? Or? No, I was just oh, kinda, okay. <laughs> I was just kind of rattling, letting everyone. No, know. you're good. You're good. Uh, I'm going to take Florida State uh, versus NC. Wait, hold on. I got Duke winning this. <laughs> <laughs> Florida State versus Duke. I'm going to take Florida State versus Duke, and then I'm going to take Notre Dame beating Virginia no after chance. they beat Boston College. It's my bracket. I'll do what I want. <laughs> and then I'm going to have Notre Dame versus Louisville. I'm going to have Duke. Louisville championship, Duke wins the tournament. So I'm not writing our picks down, but I'm going to listen back to this after all this. That's and fine. How we did. Uh, anyway, so I'm taking the Blue Devils to win the ACC. You're taking who? Yeah, okay. The Blue Devils. Okay, you copied me, but we'll, we'll just roll with it. Um, all right, over to the Big 12 we go. This should be a really fun one, and it starts out on Thursday. we got a hell of a matchup with te- the Texas schools, Texas and Texas Tech. And a lot of people are saying winner in, loser out, potentially. Now, I did see that Jerry Palm, the CBS bracketologist, said that he said during the halftime show of the uh, Bradley um, 
Valpo game, he said that a lot of work to do still around them for the winner. Like if Texas Tech wins, that wouldn't be a guarantee that they get in. But I tend so, to – So there, so he thinks that Texas Tech has to win and then beat Kansas too? I, mean, I don't think he thinks that, but I think he, okay. he thinks that things need to fall into place. He's been very gotcha. low on Texas Tech this year. I, 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 yeah, I saw he has them both out right now. Yeah, I he think doesn't Texas, even have either of them in. I have both in, which is weird, and he's 85th oh. overall. So <laughs> That's right. Just wait until they get you on that. List. Yeah, I need to submit something. I don't know how they do that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so that'll be a good matchup right there. And then I think Oklahoma State-Iowa State is kind of a chalk matchup. Uh, I think Oklahoma State beats them. I just think Iowa State's not good. Tyrese Halliburton's out. It's whatever. Um, so I'm taking Kansas to get to the semifinal. They'll, they'll dummy Oklahoma State. I mean, that won't even be close. I may sound like an idiot at the in the end, but probably not. We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Red Raiders to beat the Longhorns. So I think Texas is done after that game. Um, I'll take Baylor to get revenge over TCU, and then I'll take Oklahoma to lose to West Virginia. So I'm going to have West Virginia, Baylor, and then Kansas, Texas Tech. Kansas, Baylor, Chalk, and Kansas is going to win the Big 12. Okay. Big time I'm chalk. I'm going to have Kansas – over whoever they play, because it doesn't really matter. Um, Texas, I'm gonna give Te- I'm gonna give Shaka a win, and he keeps his job because of it. Um, I think he keeps his job regardless. This well, run, yeah, probably. probably. Unless they think that they have an in <laughs> on Beeline or someone like that. Yeah, that's doubtful. But he's older um, too, so yeah. And then I'm gonna have Baylor um, against Oklahoma. I'm gonna have Oklahoma beating Baylor. Have Kansas stomping Texas by like twenty-two, and then Kansas winning the national championship against Oklahoma. The Big Twelve championship, or the national championship, all of them. Okay, uh, <laughs> so so far I have picked Houston is the two seed in the AAC. I have them winning. I have Duke as the four seed winning the ACC, and one seed Kansas winning the Big Twelve. So I've, we've kind of been everywhere here. This has been interesting. Uh, yeah. What do you have? You have uh, Wichita State, Duke, Kansas. Yep. All right, this is where things get wild. The Big Ten, 14 teams, just an insane, weird field. Wisconsin is somehow the number one. (laughs) Michigan State, two. Maryland fell to three, which is weird. Um, But they did lose to Michigan State and whatever the weird tiebreaker BS is. Uh, Illinois, four, which is fun to say. Iowa, five. Penn State, six. Uh, Ohio State, seven, which their bad start in the Big Ten kind of hurt them. They're same with Michigan. Uh, Rutgers, eight. Michigan, nine. Um, Purdue 10, Indiana 11, Minnesota 12, Northwestern 13, Nebraska after getting absolutely curb stomped by Minnesota <laughs> earlier, 104 to 72 or whatever that was. No, two didn't really do anything. Right, that's crazy. Minnesota yeah. put up 100. Yeah, so uh, that tells you the state of Fred Hoiberg's program. Um, Not good. So I'm, I'm going to take. Michigan to beat Rutgers, I think. It's a tough one because I really like Rutgers shot makers. Uh, yeah, um, I'll take Illinois over Iowa. Thank you. Um, <laughs> then I would take Ohio State to lose to Michigan State again, and then I would take – screw it. Uh, I'm going to say Indiana loses to Maryland. So I'm going to go all chalk with the uh, four there. So I'm going to take Illinois over you got Wisconsin. Indiana making a run, huh? I have them making a run until they lose to Maryland. Wow. They will win two games, yes. <laughs> okay. um, I'm going to take Illinois over Wisconsin. And I'm like gonna take, it. I'm going to take Michigan State over – no, I'm going to take Maryland over Michigan State. Okay. 
Then I'm going to get a little wild. Give me the Illini over Maryland to win the Big Ten tournament. Thank you. Can we get a clap? Um, yeah, that's big dreams. The way you've been talking about Illinois all year, you know. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have I'm going to have Rutgers beating Michigan and Rutgers beating Wisconsin. I can see that. Um, I'm going to have Iowa. Sadly, over Illinois. I could see that too. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think that uh, I'm dreaming a little bit. I'm sorry. No, I, I appreciate the dreams. Um, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to come down to the buzzer, just like every, you know, just like every Illinois game seems. Over to under, do. there's like whistles and fighting in that game. Oh, I don't know. I just saw that uh, Frederick was complaining that he was fouled every possession. Oh so, my god. Um, Get over yourself, I said that over to you. So I mean, I know that we're <laughs> Illinois fans and we do an Illinois podcast, but seriously, why do they complain so much about the refs? I, don't I think know. it's a direct just, reflection of their coach. Now, I think that they're a fine true. team. They're a fine team, good team, but come on. Yep. You can see a clear difference between Underwood and McCaffrey talking to the the reporter. And, and I and I am choosing Illinois, or I'm choosing Iowa over Illinois here, but I'm probably going to pick Illinois in our Illinois podcast, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> no one listens to both anyway. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm going to have Rutgers versus, Ellen, or versus Iowa. I'm going to have Michigan State versus Maryland. Michigan State's going to beat Maryland. Uh, Rutgers is going to beat Iowa. I'm going to have a Rutgers-Michigan State championship game with Michigan State winning it. That's the safe pick. That, that you know, <laughs> a little safer than what I did. Yeah. So Michigan State is, uh, I think they're just going to dominate the Big Ten tournament for some I reason. I could see that too. I saw a lot of people. The 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 uh, fancy pick is Michigan State or Illinois in the championship. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, so you have Michigan State winning that. I have Illinois. A little bit of a bold, totally like not it. biased pick. I love it. Uh, the Big East, probably the best <laughs> tournament. This is going to be insane. Starting on Wednesday, wrap up on Saturday night, which will be very fun. Hopefully Gus Johnson on the call there on Fox. Hopefully um, he's he's good. St. John's has been rolling. I'm taking them over Georgetown. Okay. And then Creighton will get revenge over them, obviously. And then Providence and Butler. Man, I love both of these teams. I think Providence is a top 25 team in the country when they're playing well. The thing that's going to hurt them really? proceeding is they have three quad three losses, I think. So that'll hurt. But I think the way that they've been playing, man, they are a scrappy, tough, well-coached team. I'm going to take Butler, though, but the guy, because I think that Kamar freaking Baldwin just hits insanely big-time <laughs> shots, and I think that he can get them a win in that game. That'll be a hell of a game there, though. It uh, doesn't stop there. Xavier and DePaul. DePaul, a team that's been scuffling for two months. They've been awful. So they've, been, they've been the power conference version of Evansville, except their coach didn't get fired for some really bad things, and they didn't beat Kentucky. But DePaul's been sliding. I'm going to pick Xavier there. Seton Hall, Marquette, give me the Pirates. So I'll go uh, Seton Hall, Villanova, and then Butler, Creighton in the semifinals. Give me Butler over Creighton. Wow. And uh, Seton Hall over Villanova. And uh, I'm going to – screw it. I'm taking Butler to win the Big East tournament. Wow. As You're going getting real bold. I'm going to be wrong on all these, so I hope no one, like, bets anything <laughs> on this. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's see. I'm going to have Creighton versus Butler, Nova versus Seton Hall. Uh, Nova beats Seton Hall. Creighton beats Butler. Villanova wins the Big East tournament. 
I probably should have done that. I should I should go more chalk, but whatever. I don't think anyone's gonna. I'm, rate I'm lazy. Our, you I, don't know. Think, I don't think anyone's gonna rate our podcast based on our picks. Maybe they yeah. will, but we'll see. Um, the Pac-12 tournament, which sadly will be on FS1, so no more Bill Walton, I guess, for the season. Oh, that sucks. It's disappointing. But uh, so late night Saturday will be the championship game here. Uh, Oregon State will play Utah on Wednesday. Give me the uh, Beavers there. Arizona and Washington, I think Arizona wins. I don't think Arizona's going to lose to Washington twice in two weeks. God, I hope they do, though. That would be great. They'd Actually, probably twice move up in, in the week. net, though, if they yep. did. Stanford and California, I'll take Stanford. And then uh, Colorado, Washington State, give me Colorado. Um, Oregon over Oregon, Oregon State, give me Arizona over USC. Uh, give me UCLA over Stanford and Colorado over Arizona State. So I have Oregon versus Arizona and then – um, UCLA versus Colorado. Um, I'm gonna go with Usna. Yeah, I'll go UCLA and Arizona in the Pac-12 championship with Arizona winning. Really? I think that they'll uh, hit a little bit of a stride. They have a lot of talent. Yeah, I agree. That sounds like a good. You you might just change my mind. It's hard to pick. It's hard to pick against Oregon for me because I think Dana Altman's just a winner. Yeah. In March, but I think that they'll make a. I think Oregon will make a deep run in the NCAA tournament than Arizona does. Yeah. I think uh, so. I'm going to pick Oregon versus Arizona um, in the semifinal, and then UCLA versus Arizona State. I'm going straight chalk because that's what I do, I guess. Apparently. Um, and then I'm going to have uh, Oregon versus. UCLA in the championship, UCLA is going to win it. I would struggle doing that, but I know. Job. All right, we got four more here. The SEC, a um, lot of games here, Wednesday through Sunday. So it's always an, a Sunday afternoon pre selection show. So, like the SEC and the Big Ten are like the pre pre big time shows for the selection show, which right. March 15th is going to be the greatest day of 2020 to that point selection Sunday. And it just gets better from there. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, so Ole Miss, Georgia, Georgia wins. Uh, I'll take Arkansas over Vandy, uh, Tennessee and Alabama. I will take the Vols. I'll take Florida over Georgia, uh, Missouri over Texas A&M, and then Arkansas over South Carolina. Uh, Kentucky over Tennessee, Florida over Mississippi State, Auburn over Missouri, um, LSU over Arkansas. So my final four in this one will be Florida-Kentucky rematch and then Auburn-LSU semi-rematch of some sort. They played in football, I think, so congrats. They probably played <laughs> in basketball too, but whatever. Um, this is all, the, it's hard for me to pick Kentucky to win all of these, if Hagens isn't playing, but if he is playing, which I'll assume that he is, hopefully I would assume right. that um, I'll take them over Florida, and then I'll take I'll take uh, LSU over Auburn, and then I'll take Kentucky to beat LSU in the SEC championship because why not? Okay, um, man, this one's tough. I'm gonna go all chalk. No. <laughs> Uh, I like I like Kentucky Florida Auburn LSU matchup. Um, Kentucky wins against Florida, and I'm gonna take LSU over Auburn because I feel like Auburn's been been not playing as well. So, and then 
I got Kentucky winning this. Auburn one. did beat the brakes off of Tennessee last week, though, on Saturday. So you got to think about that. And Viscovi, uh, Santiago Viscovi, and John Fulkerson have been pretty good for Tennessee. They could be a tough team to beat in this tournament. And then for Florida, I think uh, they did a big time choke job against Kentucky on Saturday. I don't know how Kentucky won that game because you texted me and said something <laughs> about Kentucky, and I was like, Yeah, I thought I they were done. It. And then all of a sudden, you're like, They're back. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Uh, but I think for Florida, Scotty Lewis, who's only averaging eight or nine points a game, he could be a little bit of a secret weapon. He's better than what his stat line is. And I don't know if teams are preparing for him as much as other guys there. So you, Blackshear is a big guy that people uh, look for there because he transferred from Virginia Tech. He's a good player. But Scotty Lewis could make, make uh, Florida a little bit better in this tournament. So we'll see uh, there. So you have Kentucky, right? Did you pick them? Yes, Kentucky. Okay, let's go to the Atlantic 10, which I was trying to go in alphabetical order, but then I forgot a couple, so I added some low. So the Atlantic 10 (laughs) would be number one, but whatever. Um, This one will start on Wednesday and end on Sunday, so that'll be another afternoon pre-selection show dealio. I think it starts at the same time as the SEC. Dealio, it does, 1 o'clock. When does the Big Ten one start? Does that start at 3? 3.30 or something. Is that 3.30 Eastern? It has to be right because it is. Uh, it yeah, it's got to be three thirty Eastern. Yeah, because it can't go because the selection is at five Central, six Eastern, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm sure. Um, I'm not Eastern gonna. I'm not days. gonna pick all these. I'm gonna say St. Louis plays St. Bonaventure in a rematch of the championship last year in the uh, quarterfinal. Dayton versus VCU will be a fun one, I would say. And then Richmond Davidson, and uh, I'm gonna say George Washington versus Rhode Island because I really can't pronounce whatever that six seed school is. The coin. I can't pronounce that, so I'm just going to take George Washington <laughs> to get to that over Rhode Island, and then I'm going to say Rhode yeah. Island beats. Uh, I'm going to say Richmond beats Davidson. Rhode Island beats George Washington. Rhode Island beats Richmond. Dayton beats VCU. St. Louis beats St. Bonaventure. And I'm going to get insane on this one. Let's do it. St. Louis is going to beat Dayton. Oh man, see now you're taking my picks. Oh wait, no, I have Dayton one in this. Yeah. Okay. And then. Uh, Richmond will beat Rhode Island. Okay. And it's going to be Richmond versus St. Louis, and St. Louis is going to get another automatic bid. That'd be that'd be fantastic. I like St. Louis. The Billikens. They're Good a scrappy team. team. They they lost twice yeah. in super close games at Dayton. One of them was just a ridiculous buzzer beater for Dayton to win, but they lost two close games. So that'll be a good matchup. I really feel like any team on this could win this tournament. Like I think DeCoin could even win it. I don't know how to pronounce it, so I can't pick that. <laughs> um, I'm going to have Day- Dayton St. Louis matchup against uh, Davidson is going to be Richmond Davidson versus Rhode Island. I have Rhode Island versus Dayton in the championship. And once again, I'm going to pick a one seed. I know I haven't done it much in this uh, thing, so uh, we'll pick Dayton to win Wait, the A ten championship. If Davidson beat Richmond, that would probably kill Richmond, and Richmond's not making the tournament if they lost that. So, well, keep in mind. Sorry about it, Richmond. So basically, via my calculations, your tournament teams in this conference would be Dayton and St. Louis. That's it. So we'll see. Sounds um, good. All right, the MAC, home of the Fighting John Gross, is the one seed. <laughs> Is that the, the reason why you put this on here? Um, I, I I put conferences that I watch the games of. Okay. 
and that people care about. But I, I like John Gross's team, not really. Anyway, um, Akron is the number one with Bowling Green, the number two. That'll be intriguing if they can, the uh, on here, they can get there. Um, Ohio and Central Michigan in round one on Monday, tomorrow, I guess, or today, whatever date is you're watching this, March 9th. Um, I'm going to take Ohio, so John Gross versus his former school. Nice. Uh, Buffalo versus Northern Illinois. I'll take, catch all uh, these first round games on ESPN plus, by the way, if you're looking for them, freaking ridiculous. The <laughs> first two rounds are on ESPN plus, like, come on, <laughs> stop doing they, they had, there's been two Baylor games on ESPN plus. <laughs> and you know what? Both West Virginia Baylor games are on ESPN plus paywalls, dude. It's absurd. It's absurd. Um, ESPN two though, will carry the championship game on Saturday night. Uh, my final four in this conference is going to be Akron and Buffalo, and then uh, Kent State and Bowling Green, and then Akron Bowling Green. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Bowling Green to win the tournament. Bowling Green. I like it. Um, I'm going to say, okay, so looking at this bracket, I'm going to say Ohio says sorry, John Gross. <laughs> You're losing. So Ohio over Akron. Um, take uh, Buffalo over Northern Illinois. So we'll have Akron versus Buffalo. Um, we'll do Bowling Green and Ball State because I haven't watched either of them. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll take Ball State against Buffalo in the championship. Buffalo is going to win the MAC. Write it down, they put would it on be- your list. I believe that would be their third tournament appearance in a row, I think. Yeah. The third in four years because Buffalo last knows year how to get there. they made it. They did have Nate Oates, though, who left for Alabama. He was there doing a good job coaching. I remember, I believe they were a 13 seed in 2016 or 17 and beat Arizona in round one, which I thought was tremendous, obviously, for obvious reasons. Uh, not a big Sean Miller guy myself. But uh, <clears throat> so I'm taking Bowling Green in the MAC. You're taking Buffalo. On to the final one, the Ivy League, the League of the Geniuses in Cambridge, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, this is a four-team tournament. ESPN2 will carry the championship on uh, Sunday afternoon at 11 Central. And then uh, ESPNU will have the first two games. So you got Yale as the one playing Pennsylvania as the four, and then Harvard as the two playing Princeton as the three. I'm going to go Harvard and Yale in the championship. And I know it's hard to beat a team three times in one year, so that's why I'm going to take Yale over Harvard. I was going to say, if you said Harvard, um, my semifinal for this is going to be Yale versus Pennsylvania and then Harvard versus Princeton. <laughs> um, why, how, do, how do conferences have four teams and they get an automatic bid? That's is, crazy. Is it only a four-team basketball conference? I don't. It has to be. There's right? no way they like kick teams out if they don't. Do <laughs> right, you can't play. Um, I'm gonna go Yale Harvard, and I'm gonna have Harvard win that elusive third game. Um, okay, it actually is a way bigger conference. Is it? Yeah, because you got like Cornell and Dartmouth, and and they only just let four teams in. So the top four gets in, the last four get out, and I think it's a good thing. Because listen to this. Yeah, Brown. That's how you... Brown is eight and six in the conference. They went fifteen and twelve. Dartmouth. The big green, yeah. five and nine in the conversation. See, the Ivy League's doing smarter things in yeah. everything. You know, they're just Cornell, 
seven and twenty overall. Who wants to watch that? Columbia six and twenty four <laughs> overall. Columbia went zero and sixteen on the road and lost their last thirteen games. Wow. So and none of these teams I did beat see that. an AP top twenty five team. I did see somebody tweet and say like some of these smaller conferences need to give like their one and two seeds like double buys into the yeah, semifinals. They um, do what the Ivy League's doing, which is shorten it up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that's sorry, genius. yeah. Now it helps when the teams at the bottom of the conference are that bad. But like in the Big Ten, did Nebraska Northwestern even deserve to play in the tournament? I mean, I'm sorry, but come on. True. No True. one wants to watch that garbage. Okay, that was too far. Wow. Um, anyway, Impressive. so now we'll move on to the, uh, I guess the bubble watch, um, which I'm just going to read off some teams on the bubble, just for fun. Sounds good. Uh, so. Cincinnati, NC State, Memphis, Wichita State, Arkansas, Rhode Island, Northern Iowa, Mississippi State. Eight bubble teams right there. And then I think UCLA, Richmond, Indiana, and Texas are still all on pretty thin ice. Um, and then other teams in the bubble watch that you you would be able to look at would be like St. Louis, Tulsa, Purdue, Tennessee, Notre Dame, and Georgetown, and Syracuse. None of those teams are going to get in, I don't think. South Carolina also there. Um so that right there, what I just listed is uh, twelve or wait, sixteen bubble teams. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, I have four of those teams getting in right now. And it all just depends on how they do in the tournaments. Yeah, and I think a lot of a lot of uh, sorting out what happens with the bubble teams will be based on how other teams fare. So, like, uh, let's say. Wichita State makes a run in the AAC tournament and wins it, like you say, then uh, that would hurt another team like an Indiana or a Texas if they don't do as well. Sure. So that should be interesting to see. Um, I guess we'll get into my bracketology now. Field of 68. As of right now, there's been a ton of changes throughout the week. Uh, Saturday was a lot of changes. I think earlier in the week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, you had some big change days there. But uh, we might as well get into this now. Take a deep breath, everybody. You ready? How come you haven't shared this with me, by the way? You're afraid that I'm going to mess it up? It's a secret. <laughs> you want, makes, you want it, me to be surprised as you listen? Yes, it makes okay. it more fun. Okay, I'm fine with that. Maybe we should change this into an aspect where you ask me things and you know we kind of bounce it off, but whatever. Uh, Too late now. So you could just say, who are my one seeds? And I'll say them. So go ahead. Oh, there you go. Who are your one seeds? Thank you. Um Number one overall seed, which is pretty much a lock at this point, is Kansas, followed by Gonzaga, Dayton, and Baylor. So that's in order. Those are my top four teams right now. Okay, so if Kansas loses their first game, not saying that it would happen in the Big East, and say Baylor goes on to win, does Baylor take that spot? No. Or say Dayton wins the Atlantic 10? Do they move into the ones overall one seed? No. Okay. Because I think even if Kansas lost their first game, that's going to be to Texas or Texas Tech. Okay. And then Baylor, they've already lost four games. I don't think they have a chance. Um, and then uh, Gonzaga and Dayton are very similar. Yeah. Um, I think Dayton would have a better chance, though, than Gonzaga just because Dayton has 13 wins between the top two quads. Yeah, and their losses are really good. And Gonzaga lost to um, who did Gonzaga lose to? Uh, who's the team? BYU and uh, someone else, Michigan, I think. Um, yeah. 
So I think Kansas, it's their, theirs to lose. I don't think they will lose okay. it. I think they could still lose to Texas or Texas Tech and still have a chance at that number one overall spot. Moving on to the number two. What are your number two seeds? Thank you. <laughs> San Diego State is number five overall in the top two seed, then followed by Creighton, Florida State, and Villanova. So two Big East teams showing up here and our first sighting of a, a Mountain West and an ACC team. Yeah. Um, is there any way Florida State moves up to a one seed? No. Okay. I think the one seed is pretty much here <laughs> to be what it is. Unless, okay. unless they're Baylor, just locked in. I got you. Yeah. I mean, if Baylor loses their I mean, first I wouldn't be game, doing my job if I wasn't asking questions. Yeah, you're right? doing a great job. Great job. <laughs> um, in the Big 12, it's like if Baylor loses to TCU or Kansas State, then San Diego State would jump into that number one spot. But uh, movement on the one and two lines – unlikely right now except for the big east teams you know creighton sure. and villanova uh what they do would matter can, so can like seton hall flip-flop out of creighton and villanova or do you have where, where do you have what are your three seeds <laughs> <laughs> um maryland okay hockey seton hall and duke and i have to say the duke is on thin ice with with michigan state breathing down their neck okay but i do um, think that seton hall could potentially get a two seed if they win the big east tournament and then, and then, just one of the who would you move out, Creighton or Villanova? It would depend on what they do. Um, I think I'd more likely move out Creighton uh, okay. because I mean, well, I guess if Florida State loses, maybe first round of the ACC, does Florida State move down to the three seed? Yeah. Okay. They would move down, and then it depends on what Maryland and Kentucky and Seton <clears throat> Duke would do in their tournament based on who would move up. Yeah. Because there's not, I don't think there's a scenario where there's three Big East two seeds. Yeah. I think it's more likely that we have two biggies, three seeds. So or- there's, so besides the the four one seeds, there's a chance that all these could be different. Yeah, come Sunday, very good chance. A lot of it's gonna, <laughs> like anywhere from three or I guess two a little bit, anywhere from two to uh, like eleven is or twelve is gonna be a lot of changes. Okay, I uh, am forecasting that based on what the season's been like. You know, I could see that. And you said you had Kentucky as a three seed. Yeah, Kentucky right is a team that I had as a two seed last week. I moved them down after the Tennessee loss. And I know that the net rankings really don't like Kentucky. All the metrics they use, they have Kentucky 20th right now. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Kentucky's 9-3 and three in quad one, so that's a big thing right there. That's but pretty good. The thing that's going to kill them is that one loss to Evansville. Yeah. They have, they have six losses, three of them between quad one, two of them in quad two right now. And then that Evansville loss is just brutal because Evansville – finish you're like oh and 20s since december so it's <laughs> a whole big thing so what are your four seeds very good question <laughs> michigan state who is right on duke's neck like i said oregon wisconsin and butler so two big 10 teams showing up in the four line and some movement today ohio state was dropped to a five and butler jumps into a four spot right now the yeah, big just, the big like, is so deep it just boggles my mind that Wisconsin's a four seed. Yeah. Or it, has the opportunity to be a four seed. Um, think of the Big East. There's four teams in the Big East with nine or more quad one victories. Wow. And Providence has seven. So, I mean, the, the amount of quad one opportunities that you have in the Big East is absurd. Yeah. In the Big Ten. Yeah. Yep. So, Oregon right now, um, they are my number two four seed. And if it ended right now, just hypothetically, I would have Oregon uh, taking on, um, what is it, 
four ver- why why am I messing 13. up my numbers? Four 13, versus 13 12. Seed. Four versus four twelve. Versus Thirteen. Four versus Thirteen. What am I thinking? It's football or something? What am I, doing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would have Oregon taking on Akron right now if it ended. Uh, okay. And then I'd also have Michigan State taking on Bradley for the second year in a row. By the way. Interesting. Um, but that, it won't end up that way. But we'll see no. uh, how that shakes out. But yeah, so two Big Ten teams showing up. Three so far in the top four seeds. Four Big East teams. Four Big East teams. Yeah. What are your five seats? All right. Um, Ohio State, like I said, dropped that dropped them from four to five. Um, okay. Louisville was a three seat, I think. They were a four. I think, no, I think I had them at four. I had them as a pretty high four. Uh, uh-huh. That dropped them to five earlier in the week after their loss to Virginia, which was a tough loss, a road loss, but so much movement, I kind of had to move them out a little bit. Um, plus, yep. I think, you know, they're four and six in the quad one. They're eighth overall in the net, which is kind of surprising. And the ACC is not that strong to begin with. Um, and then I have BYU and Auburn to round out the five seeds. Auburn is slipping. Uh, they rebounded. I think if they would have lost to Tennessee, they'd be a six right now. I had them as a four at the beginning of last week, but I did drop them to a five. Okay. And BYU, what were they last? Were they a five? I think there were uh, – Butler was a six, and BYU was a six to start last week. Butler's up to a okay. four. BYU's up to a five. Okay. So there you go. Oh, I like get that. Uh, you got any Big Ten teams as a six seed? Three of them. Three of them? Yep. Michigan is the number one six seed. So if it ended right now, Michigan would take on Texas Tech. Uh, and then I have Colorado um, out of the Pac-12, of course, second Pac-12 sighting. Then Iowa and Illinois. So I have Illinois moving. They were an eight at the beginning of last week. They get up to a six. Iowa went from seven to six uh, earlier last week. Colorado was a five to start last week. They dropped to a six. And I believe Michigan was a seven up to a six. So there's been movement throughout the entire week with all the six seeds. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I just hope that Illinois can propel themselves not to be an eight or a nine seed. That's all. That's all my hope is. It's uh, going to take a lot for them to mess something up for that. Day. Yeah. To like, get that far if, back. If they lost to Iowa in the big tournament. Cause I a week ago, seven. everybody had them as like an eight or a nine, right? Yeah. You had them as an eight last week, didn't you? Yeah, it varies a lot. Like, there's been so much movement in the Big Ten seeding wise over the last two weeks. So, yeah. um, I think overall, the, it doesn't seem like the committee is a big fan of this Line I team, 38th in the net. They mm-hmm. could be an eight, um, but I think seven would likely be where they are if they lose to Iowa. But you never know. The net ranking, it's weird. I don't know. Hey, how but if they go, but if they go on to win the Big Ten, like you think they will. Um, they might be, be a, it might be a five seed. They won the Big Ten, and they beat Wisconsin and Michigan – or Wisconsin and Maryland, like I'm saying. Uh-huh. They would be a four, I think. A four? Really? Okay. Yeah. I like it. Because at that point, you're what, 24 and 10 overall? Yeah. That is uh, three more – or t- at least, I think, three more quad one wins that yeah. would be, so you'd be eight and, and eight. And you're hot. Yeah, they would be a four or a five at the worst there if that yeah. happened. But it's not going to happen. But we can, you know, play the hypothetical hey, game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on to seven seeds. What do you got? West Virginia has been sliding a little bit. They've gone up and down a little bit. They were a six to start the day. I dropped into a seven after Illinois beat Iowa. Virginia's climbing. They were a nine or a ten a couple weeks ago. They're up to a seven now. Uh, Houston's been fluctuating a little bit. They were a six. Now they're a seven. And then Penn State, you talk about falling. Wow, I believe I had yeah. them as a four two weeks ago. They are all the way down to a seven. You got them as a seven, West. huh? They oh. lost to Michigan State. They've been falling a lot. They're uh, thirty. That Northwestern. 
that Northwestern loss was bad. Yeah, and then um, they're twenty-one and ten overall. They got to do a little bit of something in the Big Ten tournament to uh, solidify being above the eight line. Yeah. Wow. Good luck. They were they were leading. They were winning the Big Ten two weeks ago. Yeah, they're a, f- a good team too. I mean, you got Lamar yeah. Stevens there. Finally, get him playing in the tournament. That should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see where they end up. The Big Ten is going to be a very hard team for the committee to bracket. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. Uh, were we on eight seats? Yep. Okay. All right, St. Mary's, they've been going up and down. I think I had them as a nine or an a seven, one of the two. I don't remember if I dropped them or moved them up. I think I moved them up from a nine. Um, mm-hmm. USC is there. This is a team that I'm very high on, and a lot of people aren't, which is Providence. I have them as an eight. I know they're 19 and 12, but they're 36 in the net, seven and eight in quad one, five and oh in quad two. What's going to kill them, of course, though, they have four losses between quads three and four, which will hurt them. Ooh. So I don't think they'll actually be an eight. But this is supposed to be my opinion, not what I think the committee will do. Absolutely. So I have them as eight, and then LSU, the final eight seed there. LSU, uh, not a great quad record. I mean, four and eight in quad one, seven and one in quad two. They do have a quad three or four loss. I don't have the numbers there, but saying the word quad a lot is getting to me here. So uh, St. <laughs> Mary's, USC, Providence, and LSU is the eight seed. Gotcha. So our second West Coast or third West Coast Conference sighting. Okay. Like the 100th Big East. <laughs> a lot of Big East teams. Uh, There's more. Nine us. Florida, a, a team that's been going up and down a little bit. I think I had them as a 10. You could say that about anybody, I guess, really. But uh, Yeah, a lot of teams have been moving. That week. Kentucky loss, um, they would have come up to probably an 8 if they beat Kentucky, but they lost. So they could have gone to a 7, really, if they beat Kentucky there. But Arizona, they've been falling. They were a six when I started this, now down to a nine. They're three and eight in quad one. Wow. Not great. They're three and eight in quad one, and they're still 15th in the net. Yep. I think their big thing there, from what it seems like, even though they don't actually tell us, um, they have 11 losses, and they're all quad one or quad two. That's what's saving them. And the reason, I don't know how Washington is a quad two loss. Like, I don't get that. Like, yeah. That's brutal. Washington is like way ahead of UCLA in the net, which makes no sense. Um, and then Marquette, who's been falling a lot. They lost to St. John's recently. They were a uh, six or a seven, I think, earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. They're down to a nine. Arizona State, they've been falling a little bit. A couple losses here. They are five and nine in quad one. Uh, the thing that I really don't understand is, I mean, Arizona and Arizona State have the same freaking record. Arizona State is <laughs> five and conference. nine in quad one. Arizona is yeah. three and eight. Arizona State is five and two in quad two. Arizona is three, five and three. They both have eleven losses. They're all quad one or quad two losses. Why is the gap between these two teams thirty-seven spots in the net? I don't understand that. It's gotta be who they played non-conference, right? I guess strength of schedule. Yeah, Arizona's got a great strength of schedule. That's that helps them a lot. But I have a uh, I have thirty-four overall as Arizona, thirty-six Arizona State. So I have them very close. So Florida, Arizona, Marquette, Arizona State are the nine seeds. Ten seeds. All right. Rutgers, they've been going up. They were a 12, I believe, to start last week. They beat Maryland and Purdue. They're up to a 10. Uh, Utah State's an automatic bid. I didn't have them in until they won the Mountain West Tournament. Uh, They're a 10. Oklahoma's a 10, a huge comeback win over TCU. Then Stanford, for the sake of my opinion, goes up to a 10, which drops Texas Tech to an 11. So Stanford, the uh, final 10 there. So Rutgers, Utah State, Oklahoma, and Stanford. How far away is Stanford away from not being in? Like, if they 
Um, lose their first game of the tournament of their conference tournament? Are they out? No, I think it would it would take a lot to happen. Okay, for them to be out because there have to be a lot of other teams that win and them. I got you. Yeah, they're top. They're top thirty in the net still, so they clearly like them. Yeah, Uh, they have seven wins between the top two quads, five in quad one. Um, But I think that they're they're the the way they started the season is going to save them here at the end. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, number eleven, Texas Tech, thin ice. They are the. Out of my first four um, or last four in teams, I'd say Texas Tech is the, the fifth team yeah. in at the end. So Texas Tech and Xavier slip a little bit too, but I think the strength of the Big East will help Xavier if they can win a uh, Big East tournament game. UCLA is a uh, last four in team as, long, as well as uh, Indiana as well. So, um, And then East Tennessee State is my final 11 seed. So I have Texas Tech, who's still 22nd in the net despite a 3-10 and 10 <laughs> quad one record, which makes no sense that Xavier is 21 spots behind Texas Tech with a better record. Like, this doesn't make sense to me. I, Xavier is 3-11 in quad one, which is one game worse than Texas Tech. Uh, and then in quad two, Texas Tech is 4-3. and three, Xavier 7-1. and one. Xavier has a game better overall record. 21 spot difference makes no sense. But the play-in game here would be UCLA and Indiana. Okay. By the way, UCLA is still seventy fifth in the net, so whatever. So <clears throat> two losses between quad three and quad four, which hurt them. So do you think Rutgers is more in than Indiana is right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. It's not even close. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. I I mean I would agree with that. I don't. I I haven't broke down the things like you have, but that that seems to me. I think. I really, I still find it hard to believe that Rutgers, I know that they won a lot of games at home, but I mean, 20 and 11, they're, what they end up in the Big Ten? 10 and 9, or 10 and 10, 11 and 9? Yeah. Um, I, it just, I, it kind of surprises me. I know that they only won against Nebraska and Purdue on the road, but still, um, to win that much in the Big Ten, I think, gets you in. So. Yeah, I think they're pretty much a lock at this point because um, yeah. they play Michigan in the first round of the Big Ten tournament. If they lost that, it wouldn't be a bad enough loss to knock them out. Right. And a lot right. of people have them as a 10 anyway, and they're 32nd in the net. So okay, that helps them. Yep, I got you. We're at uh, 12, 12 now. Yeah. All right, so uh, Texas, they are a last foreign team. They would be playing Richmond um, in a play-in game. Then the other three are automatic bid teams as of now. Liberty is a confirmed automatic bid team. Uh, Yale needs to win the Ivy League. They'd be a 12. And then Stephen F. Austin needs to win the Southland to be a 12 here. So uh, Texas, Richmond, Yale, Stephen F. Austin, Liberty. Okay. Those are all basically, I mean, besides Texas. And Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a total of uh, nine quad one wins between these five teams. Really? Texas has five. Richmond has three. Stephen F. Austin has one, which was, of course, at Duke. That's a big (laughs) win for Stephen F. Austin. Yeah. Yeah, so. Nice. There you go. All right, 13. So now we're going to end with all the uh, automatic teams or the number one teams in their conference tournaments, which these first three are. Um, New Mexico State in the WAC as the top 13. They're the number one seed in that tournament. Vermont in the America East. Uh, Akron in the MAC. And then Bradley won the Missouri Valley, so I'd have them as a 13 right now. 
Uh, there is one quad one win between these four, which Vermont has. Um, then quad two wins Bradley with two, Vermont with one, New Mexico State with one. So Akron has zero between the top two quads. So, so but I assume Akron has to win to get yeah, in, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. So good and, luck, uh, John. Two Gross. of these teams are in the hundreds. In the net, New Mexico State is 106, Bradley's 109th, Akron wow. is 73rd, and then Vermont's 79th. Wow. So Akron is ahead of UCLA, by the way, with zero wins between the top two quads. Like, what are we doing here? Good I don't, work, net, net guy. I think they, they look into losses too much, man. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I, I agree. Too much. Uh, 14. North Texas in the CUSA, uh, they will be the top seed there. Colgate in the Patriot. UC Irvine in the Big West, and then Hofstra in the Colonial Athletic. So all three of these four teams are in the hundreds in the net. Colgate 116th, UC Irvine 113th, Hofstra 124th, North Texas is 96th there. So all four of these teams would obviously need to win their conference tournament. And I have to say, out of these four teams, I think Hofstra could make some sort of a run. Now, Colgate and Hofstra both have quad one wins, but I think Hofstra is a team that would be scary to play if you're a uh, uh, team that's playing a three seed playing a 14 three seed. okay yeah I, I haven't seen Hofstra play so i'm gonna take your word for it <laughs> as you should yes uh 15 <laughs> seeds belmont who is another team that i like to give someone a fight uh uh-huh. eastern washington of the big sky belmont by the way is uh, confirmed as belmont's in. in so uh, belmont is in 15 seed <clears throat> what makes them a 15 seed and makes Hofstra a 14 are we at, am I on the wrong seeds? You're correct. <laughs> right, right. Okay. You're correct. Um, well, Belmont is better in the net, so I'll give you that. Okay. But, um, and I do think the Ohio Valley is a little bit better than the CAA, let's be honest. Uh-huh. I think that quad one win for Hofstra really puts them over the top. Okay. Um, I think I test so that's wise. How, that's how you rank them is, is quad one wins sort of, usually sort of, once yeah. it gets to this point. Okay. And also, I think strength of schedule comes into play, and then yeah. the net ranking kind of does, even though I really don't like the net. Mm-hmm. But I kind of have to take the word for it because I'm not locked into Ohio Valley basketball all season. <laughs> right, um, I just don't have the gotcha. time for that. But gotcha. yeah, so uh, Eastern Washington would come out of the Big Sky right now. They're the number one there. Right State uh, in the Horizon, and Little Rock in the Sun Belt. So three of those four not confirmed in the 15th spot. But net wise, Belmont 101st, Wright State 121st. Uh, Eastern Washington's 136. And by the way, the net rankings change every day. So these numbers fluctuate a lot. And then Little Rock is 141st there. So uh, zero quad one wins between these four teams. Um, <laughs> quad two wise, you have uh, one for each. Uh, one and five for Little Rock there. Wright State's one and oh. None of these conferences are all that strong, but uh, we'll see. It, uh, it'll shake up. These won't all be the same anyway. Right which makes it more stressful for me to rank them, but whatever. <laughs> Finally. Uh, 16, 16 seeds. Let's do it. All right, North Dakota State out of the Summit. They have a pretty easy road now that South Dakota State lost in the Summit tournament, so they should – I would assume that they'd be uh, a shoe-in at this point. I believe they made it last year, too. They were playing 16 teams. Yeah, that sounds right. And I haven't written down playing games for the 16s yet. I'll do that at the end of the – before Selection Sunday. But uh, them out of the Summit, then Winthrop, who has a quad one win – just a really bad conference, the Big South. Uh, they, Hampton and Winthrop were pretty locked in today against each other. A great, like, first 30 minutes there, then Winthrop took over. Yeah. Like I said, scrappy team. Pat Kelsey's done a great job there. And like I said, he could go to Wake Forest. We'll see how that goes, what happens there. But uh, Siena, 
um, out of the Metro, and then Robert Morris out of the uh, Northeast, Prairie View A&M out of the SWAC, and then NC Central out of the Mideastern. So, um, like I said, one quad, one win for Winthrop. Quad two wins, you have one for North Dakota State, and then the rest have zero. Um, Net-wise, you have 137th overall in North Dakota State, 146th for Winthrop, who do have a quad one win, but it's just they're in such a bad conference, and they have six quad three or four losses. Um, so there are 16 there. Uh, Siena out of the Metro, 155th. Robert Morris um, out of the uh, Northeast, 214th. Prairie View, 203rd. And then NC Central, the worst team in the net in the tournament right now, 256. Wow. Uh, any any chance that a 16 seed beats one of these one seeds this year? No. Okay. <laughs> the only team that I could see enough. even coming close is Winthrop, and that's not very close. Yeah. So yeah. it's just hard. Like it's it's impossible to predict that. Um, I I think that there will be some movement though. I don't think all of these teams will win their conference tournaments. Uh, like I said though, I think North Dakota State right. could. We know that Winthrop was already a, a confirmed Big South champ. Um, and then I look at, you know, the uh, SWAC and the Mideastern should be interesting to see how those finish out because both of those teams have some competition there. I know the conferences are really bad, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but it will change a lot overall yeah. over the next week. So this, this field will be different, and um, it's going to take a lot of work to try to figure all that out because sorting the things out in the bubble is going to be a mess. So my last four in right now is UCLA, Richmond, Indiana, and Texas with the plans for the 11 being UCLA, Indiana, which would be a hell of a matchup, and then Richmond and Texas, which this will definitely change. I think at least one of these teams doesn't get in. Yeah. Gotcha. At the end of the day, because yeah. um, I could see Indiana finding a way to mess something up and lose. Texas is on thin ice. If Texas loses to Texas Tech, they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think if Texas lost to Texas Tech, okay, the team that comes in would be based probably in the American athletic between Cincinnati, Memphis, and Wichita state. And what three, which of those three teams can make a run in the AAC tournament. And Cincinnati is the most well positioned because they're a one, but it's not going to be easy because they could be playing Wichita state in that tournament. So sure. That'll be interesting to see how that shakes out in the American athletic Uh, NC state is my, uh, so first four out is Cincinnati, Memphis, Wichita State, NC State. NC State has some really good wins, but uh, they're going to have to do a little something in the ACC tournament to have a chance. So my next four out will be Arkansas, who's pretty much done at this point. I had them in for a day, mm-hmm. and then they lost. Um, they got murdered by someone. Um, then Rhode Island, Northern Iowa, Mississippi State. Now, Northern Iowa's there, but I really think it's a long shot for them. Okay. So that yeah, is that. And- Again, fantastic work. I know you've been keeping up with all this and sending me updates. So it's big doing doing a heck of a job, dude. So. Um, real quick, my uh, multiple bid conferences. Uh, I don't. I didn't yeah. update this list all the way, but I think it's accurate because I really haven't moved teams in and out out of them. Yeah. Um, Big Ten, I have ten. Big East and Pac-12, seven. Big Twelve, six. SEC and ACC, four. Uh, Atlantic 10 and Mountain West 2. So the Atlantic 10 is Richmond, Dayton. The Mountain West will confirm to have two with San Diego State and Utah State. And the West Coast with three with BYU, Gonzaga, St. Mary's. So um, two conferences with seven, which is the Big East and the Pac-12. Not very surprising. I think at the end of the day, the Big Ten probably gets nine. But Indiana, it all depends on what Indiana does. In the tournament, yeah. Yeah, so it uh, 
Lots of uh, interesting things are going to happen this week. About a thousand games over the next week <laughs> will decide the field of 68. And we will fun. talk all about that on Monday. We will go over the bracket, bracket next breakdown, <laughs> picks next Monday. Yeah. And, uh, it uh, is yeah. almost Monday, by the way. So it's 11.56 p.m. as we're ending this. So congrats <laughs> to us. Yeah. Good work. Um, yeah. Uh, again, thanks for doing all the bracketology stuff, dude. I, I think it's awesome. So. Um, Thank you. Uh, by the way, everybody, my name is Tyler. Uh, I know that Ethan hasn't introduced me on the sports world, so I just want to throw that out there. I think I put it in the description. So you got that a boy. So yeah, we'll do a big time bracket breakdown with picks and all that stuff. Might have, uh, might yeah. be live streaming it. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. All right, we will see everyone next week, and then uh, make sure to sit on the couch all day, every day, and watch conference tournaments next week, and uh, enjoy, enjoy that. Absolutely.